So I kind of want to talk about why I decided to take a gap year or a sabbatical, I guess, and quit my job and travel with my family and do the things that I'm doing as a almost a 40 year old man. This is kind of like a young man's game. Many of the people that you see do this are in their 20s and they're either single or dating and many of them don't have children and they're not married. They don't, they don't have responsibilities. They don't have careers or much of the stuff that us older people have. And I think that there's value in this for the younger people as well because to know that if I could do this at this age and you're a young person and you're thinking about doing this stuff, then you can do it too. I think anyone could really, I think it's just more of a matter of deciding to do it. And the reason why I decided to do this and the reason why my wife and I decided to do this is the grind of working and paying bills to have a nice house or nice things is kind of a farce and it's a bit of a dream that is sold to us or the thing that we're told we're supposed to do. And it's funny because most of my life, I, I didn't work any serious jobs. I didn't have a career. I was a, a career waiter. I was a career valet attendant. I, I, I never had a real job, a nine to five, where I had an email address with my name and the, the company uh, .com at the end of it. And it's just, it's strange now because I really wanted that when I set out to learn how to code. I really wanted that because I thought that that's what I needed to do and I thought that that was the way to do things. I thought that was the stability that my family needed and I thought that that was just the right path to take because it's drilled into us so often and it's basically what we're told we're supposed to do. I can't speak for every culture but I know at least in America, it's go to school, get a job, work it for 40 years, retire and enjoy the little bit of your life that you have left at that point, save up as much as you can, pay off your mortgage and your car, and then hopefully have a little bit of fun with your life and watch your kids grow up and make them do the same thing and put them in school so they can sit there reading and writing for eight hours a day so they can get used to being in front of a computer so they can get used to working at a desk, give them homework so they can get used to taking work home with them and that they can be little cogs in the wheel as well, we did a lot of thinking when it came to this. We had the house, we sold it. We bought the other house, we sold that too. We had the car payment. We had the things that you're supposed to have and we were doing what we were supposed to do and none of it felt like what we wanted to do. And the more we looked at what should we do next, I realized that when I got my most recent job that I quit and I was making 138000 with my bonus, my next step was to keep doing what we were doing. And I got pre-approved for a house loan. And I think this is where I really kind of had to take a step back because I have really good credit now. And at one point I had like a 400 and now I have an 820. And I didn't fix it overnight. I remember somebody asked me on Twitter like, oh, wow, how did you go from a 400 to an 800? And I was just like, oh, you know, it took about 10 years and paid off debt and I bought a house. My revolving lines of credit are really good and I pay stuff off and they're like, oh, okay. And the way that they said it was like, oh, I guess it's gonna take 10 years, I don't wanna do it. But that's the reality of stuff. It takes time for that stuff to happen. But being in this position and getting approved for like almost a $700,000 home loan really made me think like, oh shit, wait a minute, this might not be the best thing for us to do. I started crunching numbers and I started thinking like, well, a $700,000 home, which we weren't gonna spend that much, but we were pre-approved for that much, so we could have. And if you've ever purchased a home, you'll know that many of the times you might set a budget 
but you're almost always gonna go over that budget. And this was about six months ago. So home prices were on the rise. Interest rates for mortgages were at an all-time high. I'm pretty sure they're higher now. And we started looking at houses and we started looking in the Washington area because that's where we lived and that's where we kind of wanted to stay. And we started to look in Tennessee and we started to look in Oklahoma, not because we want to live in any of those places, but because we want a nice home and we don't want to have to spend that much money. And a home that costs a million dollars in Washington goes for about four or 500,000 in Oklahoma or Tennessee. We were trapped in that idea of like, what we need to do is buy a nice house and have nice things and pay for that stuff. And when I thought about what a mortgage payment for a $700,000 loan was, which was like 3,500 or 4,000 a month. It was something crazy, close to four grand a month. I talked to my wife and, and we sat down and we were just like, I don't think this is what we should do. Like, this is just a never ending rat race. It's the keeping up with the Joneses without really knowing that you're keeping up with the Joneses. Like, we don't have expensive cars. I, I drove a 20 year old truck that was falling apart and covered in mold, which I showed in one of my previous videos. And we had a minivan that we paid for cash that we ended up selling because it had car problems. And we got lucky because we sold it a few months back to CarMax and we got pretty much what we paid for because used cars were also at an all time high. So that benefited us. And we were in a position where we had a good amount in the bank and we had no debt and we had no mortgage and we had no car payment at all and no nothing, no debt, nothing like that. And we were getting ready to get right back into that grind of, hey, let's sign this mortgage for 30 years and pay $3,000 a month for the rest of our lives. And then maybe we can retire in 20, 30 years from now and enjoy our life. It sounded like a big trick. It sounded like we were getting duped and we really talked about what we wanted to do. And that's, I think, where the big breakthrough was for me and my wife. We really talked about what do we want for our children, right? We homeschool our kids. My wife does a great job of working with them. She teaches them reading, math, and we let them learn the things that they want to learn. And we found this world schooling thing where there's other parents who are traveling the world with their kids and they meet up, they do group learning and they go on tours and they go explore and, and they see nature and they see all these places of the world. And we're like, I think that's that's what we want. I think that's what we want to do. We want to give our kids these experiences. We don't want to make them sit in a classroom all day. We don't want them to just end up being in this position that we're in now when they're in their mid twenties or in their thirties, figuring out how much they're going to pay for a mortgage and figuring out how they can make a little bit more money on their salary. Once you get to a point where you can make good money, like I have, you realize that it's not that hard to make money. And once you start realizing that if you just acquire a few skills that do bring you in decent money, that it's not that hard to make a living and do the things that you want to do. But when you start incorporating these large debts that many of us acquire because it's what we want, right? Like it's what we're told we want. We, we want that house. We want that white picket fence. We want to give our kids a stable life where kids don't care about that shit. Obviously, if, if you have an unstable life and you're moving around all the time because you can't afford to live and, and your kids aren't well fed or, or your kids aren't well taken care of because your, your life is in turmoil and you, you can't afford the things that you need to live, that's a different story, right? But if you're in a position where your relationships are healthy and your kids are healthy and you're moving around because you want to, because you want to go explore and you want to go to different countries and you want to have different experiences, that's very different than growing up as a child in a bad household that has to move because they, they can't afford things. And my childhood was pretty fucking terrible. I didn't move around a lot. 
I lived in the same place my whole life, but I lived in a bad area and dealt with a lot of shit when I was a kid. My wife didn't and she was able to explore more and she went to college and she traveled when she was younger. I went to like Tijuana for a weekend and that's the most out of the country I had ever been. And her and I went to the Caribbean right before we had kids and shortly after we were married. So, so I did a few little things like that, but then realizing that I want my kids to have some experiences and let them see the world so they can become adults that know that there's more to life than just working a job and paying your bills. And I think that this gap year and this big travel and this breaking out of the mold that everyone tells us that we need to be in and putting ourselves in a position where we have a little more freedom to do things that we think are the things we want to do and give our family the experiences we want to give them and live the lives we want to live, not the lives we're told to live, is the big reason why I decided to take this gap year, quit my job, and why my wife and I are traveling the world with our kids and doing stuff that everyone thinks is crazy. Because every person that we know who knows what we're doing has told us that we're nuts. And there's only been maybe a couple people that are like, right on, that sounds like a lot of fun and you should do it. But the majority of all the people we know, parents and my uncle and friends and family, my wife's friends and family, everyone is like, you guys are crazy. What do you mean you're gonna travel the world with your kids? What are you gonna do for money? What, like, how are you gonna live? You, you need a house, you need, you, you need a car, you need to do all the stuff that we're all doing. Um, the more people tell you it's crazy, the more you start to realize that you might be doing the right thing. That doesn't apply to everything. There are some things that are just crazy and stupid that you shouldn't do, but it seems to me that all the stuff that people keep telling me I shouldn't do and that I can't do are things that are bringing me the most value and the most joy out of my life and bringing me the best experiences and helping me grow as a human being and, and bringing me more opportunities. And that's why I'm doing this. All right, with all that said, thanks for watching and I'll see you next time. Where are we going right now? Store. store. To the store, what are we gonna get? Fruits and vegetables? No! <laughs> Broccoli. No! Cabbage. No! Asparagus. No! Brussels sprouts. <laughs>